ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Cassidy has finally figured out how to win a shootout. And we're back. I mean, that probably had to be the most predictable outcome coming in. We just didn't see it. We were too close to the painting to see the picture. I mean, yeah, it's... I... I we kind of talked about it right before, but you know you saw Eichel, Eichel being out, Petrangelo being out, but I I kind of thought about it. And I was like, you know, the Bruins did have a lot of games with Cassidy where they'd have just like an insane amount of key guys out, and they'd be playing a top team, and they just find oh, yeah. a way to win. And yeah, uh, Bruce Cassidy is Bruce Ca- yep. he still got it, believe it or not. But we are back. Um, it's been like three weeks since the last episode. Life happens. Um, but we're here now. So obviously, you know, it's going to be more of a general, hey, this thing happened. Hey, this thing happened. But, you know, watching sort of, okay, what are the trends of the Bruins lately? You know, I think since we've last recorded, they're 6 1 and 1. So it's not like there's too much too too much negative to focus on but we'll find a way i yeah we really will um why don't we start with uh one of the records that uh the bruins have set recently so uh, of course it ended tonight because obviously it ends the night that we're going to record and it can't be extended now um but they set the NHL record for most consecutive home wins to begin a season, which was 14 in a row. And, I mean, even with a loss tonight to Vegas, which we can actually talk about more later, I mean, it's still a 15-game point streak to start the season, but the TD Garden buff, I I don't know how how it's happened, but, hey, I'm not complaining. Well, now we just pivot to longest point streak to start a season at home. Yeah, literally. And What's that one. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure, I'm sure that stat's gonna appear soon. Cause I mean, they've got to already be close to it. If thinking that, I remember when Rask in was it 2019, he had like it was an individual point streak, obviously, because he was a goalie. But he had just like a point streak of like 20 games or something. Yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> Bruins just like point streaks, I guess, and um, those don't carry over into the playoffs, unfortunately. Man, man, if <laughs> if the NHL had a loser point in the playoffs, oh, they'd be golden. Bruins would never lose a single cup. Uh, I do, I do want to ask you though, like talking about Bruins at home versus the Bruins like away. Obviously, yeah, they've had more. They've had, they've played fifteen home games and nine away games. Like, why? Do you have any idea why this is a thing? Like, why they've just been so good at home? Uh, um. Well, I mean, most teams are better at home, I suppose. But I. The. <laughs> Not that they're bad on the road, because clearly uh, twenty-three and one, you're not bad anywhere. But... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, they, you know, especially after uh, 
2019. They like home ice now. Yeah, so. just couldn't couldn't have it then. No, no. Why would they? It's all Bruce Cassidy's fault. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it's just weird. Like they're 14 0 and one at home, but then even away, they're six and three, right? Which think about that. Stupid That's still not outs, bad. Man. Like in an 82 game span, if obviously if they kept that pace up, uh, they'd still be on pace for 54 wins. You know, so it's not like it's not like they're yeah. bad on the road either. It's just. I mean, they've been great on the road, and they've been virtually unbeatable at home. Just, you know, we, we can ignore tonight for uh, for our sake. Um, hey, you could be the Ducks who are 4-6 and six at home, and then 2-11-3 and three on the road. Jeez. Yeah, 2-11-3. Oh my god. It's pretty good. Or, or you can be the Devils and be 11-1 and one, uh, on the road. I did not even see that. <laughs> yeah, they've they've been decent. Uh I know the Bruins I I wanted to look I looked in the schedule earlier. Um and the Bruins play the Devils twice uh this month, but those are both in oh, New good, Jersey. Good. Yeah. Got yeah, the, uh, on them. yeah, the the stretch going forward. I mean, it's already been rough the last few games for the Bruins, but yeah, it's going to kind of keep on being like that. Um but that Friday night's going to be fun. Oh my In god, Arizona, yeah. Arizona. Drink. <laughs> and speaking of the next game real quick, um Nathan McKinnon's hurt now too. So Oh yeah. I saw that. I, I haven't seen any more on if he's okay. He yeah, I know it was all I saw, yeah, is he left the game and he wasn't returning. So Uh oh. Just hold him out for Wednesday. It's okay. Yeah, you know he No seriously. I mean the Bruins won five one. You know? Yeah, but so Nathan McKinnon will take over a game at any point. Probably, but how did we? How did we get here? Oh, uh, just yeah, home wins and everything. Um, I don't know. It's it's just crazy. That's like every time it's like okay, they're at home. Like, well, surely the streak ends today, and then it kind of just kept going and going. Obviously, until tonight. But even then, like, with how they looked down 3 nothing, you know, given how the NHL works, you can you can kind of take that as a partial win. You know, you get the points, you come back from being down 3 nothing. Like, I don't know. They never should have been down 3 nothing. Like, that, the way they played at the start was awful. Poor Swayman. Yeah. But, hey. 23 and 1. That was an electric comeback though. That oh, yeah. hall goal, I I jumped. I won't lie. It's only December 5th, but I jumped. <laughs> if if only they could have got it done any time after that. Cuz I mean, even even since we last recorded, they had they had the comeback against Carolina. They were down 2 nothing against the Hurricanes. They come back and they win it in overtime. Yeah, funny quick thing about that. I was driving home from work on uh, the Friday was against the Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, it's an overtime. The Bruins are going to get a power play. I was parking my car as they got the power play. I'm like, oh, my God, I better get upstairs. I turn on the game, and they're celebrating the goal, and I had missed it. <laughs> so what you're saying is you shouldn't should have been watching watch. this game. Yeah. I should never, ever, ever, ever watch. Yeah. 
Never okay. again. Okay. Not a not a single not a single second. I did not watch that game against the Panthers though. Mm. They yeah. So maybe I'm just maybe not luck now, at all. Now hear hear me out. Maybe what we do doesn't affect them. No, no, it totally does. My rituals, you know. <laughs> Got to wear the same stinky ass T-shirt, you know, that never gets washed because it's the lucky T-shirt. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean that's crazy. Have, have you have you seen the ad? Uh, was it for Tide? That it's like Clay Matthews literally being in a Packers fan's like house, and he has a dirty jersey on. It's like, no, it's my lucky one. I swear. Yeah, I did not see that. No. Well, it it has appeared about 80 times whenever I go to watch any sports thing, and I can't help but feel like it's targeted. Uh, but targeted harassment, eh? Yeah. Gotta report it. There you go. Uh, Alright. Um, well, I guess the next record that they didn't set, but they tied it. Uh, the Bruins tied the NHL record for the fastest team to reach 20 wins in a season. Took them 23 games. I think that's pretty solid. Yeah, that's that's kind of insane. Ironically, <laughs> Vegas, or not Vegas, New Jersey was also on that list at 25 games played. Um, like this season, yeah. New Jersey, obviously. But yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, I, we, like, we've talked about it in the last few episodes, and it's just like, I, there's, when everything is pretty much going right, there's not mm-hmm. a lot for us to complain about. And I'm not complaining that we can't complain. But, you know, sometimes... It's a change of pace. Yeah. It, it's a nice change of pace, but you do get more content out of being able to complain and go, Charlie Coyle, your damn cameos. We're going to do that, though. Um, exactly. Maybe, you know what? Maybe you should take that cameo money and get shootout lessons. Damn. You should go place a cameo right now. And tell him. <laughs> I'm going to search on YouTube... Best shootout tricks. And it'll just be that. I'll send that to him. Perfect. Um, <laughs> next up, I mean, it's not... I mean, it's kind of a record. It's a record for Patrice Bergeron. Uh, he hit 1,000 points. That was great to see. Yeah, the whole the team... Bruins waited 17 years to give him a <laughs> celebration. Yeah, the whole team swarmed him in Tampa. Um, that was great. There was a, there was a Bergeron chant in Tampa. Um, Bruins, then, all, Bruins fans always take over that damn freaking arena. Yeah. Always. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, when when is when is Bergeron's cer- like pregame cer- ceremony? 17th. Okay. Yeah, that... <laughs> Congrats, Bergy. It's going to be about three weeks until we honor you, and it's going to be on a Saturday matinee yeah. game Isn't at 1 like... p.m. <laughs> seven or eight games in between yeah home games in between and maybe he like requested that so family could come but i don't know i mean the <laughs> the lightning honored stamkos the next day yeah uh, it's like maybe maybe oh, wow. they're just you know they got to get something special um got to but... sell more uh chicken tender baskets for uh to afford that gold stick Well, now I want chicken tender shit. <laughs> That's on you. Yeah, it is. 
they'll 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 sell they'll sell more than enough. It's it's the Jacobs family. Or they'll sell yeah. too much. Also, um quick note that uh this is on the less happy side. Um it has been basically a month since the Bruins released Mitchell Miller, and there hasn't been basically a single word about anything staff wise. What do you mean, changing. man? Big big investigations. Mm-hmm. Right. They even said so, man. Come on. Believe them. Yeah. I I am very much believing that the Boston Bruins organization is taking this to the highest standard. Really investigating how their own vetting process, which they made up, was, you know, at fault and how it didn't happen. Anyway, so David Postnock's pretty good. Can they uh can the Bruins organization at least sign him? <laughs> No promises. Yeah, I know it's not a great transition, but it's like I I did just want to point that out because like it has been a month, and other than that uh, tweet saying that what it was like Loretta a law Lynch. firm was gonna yeah investigate it, <laughs> led by the what former governor general or something. Close attorney general. Yeah, same difference to me. Um, <laughs> I couldn't tell you what either either of them do, but um. They're general attorneys, I guess. <laughs> sure. That's uh, all I know. Yeah. Don't yeah, ask fair. anymore. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, I hate going to this every single time because it's getting redundant. But please, for the love of God, sign David Pasternak. His value is only increasing more and more as the season goes. He's at 35 points in 24 games. He has 17 goals. I don't know after that turnover in the first period. Maybe yeah, he should drop true. his wishes by 4 million. I think yep. that's fair. One play for 4 million? Definitely. It's not the other way, though. If he does something great, then it doesn't go up by 4 million. No, no, no of course not. He He's on pace for 58 goals and 120 points. Pay the man. Yeah, and then tell me he what is... Jason Robertson is on pace for. Dude. <laughs> I I was I was gonna bring that up, but maybe hey maybe maybe Pasternak or maybe the Bruins are trying to use Jason Robertson's contract as a as a comparison because my God, I don't know if you've seen that, but it's like even... wow he's got eighteen assists in twenty five games played that's pretty good oh wow he's got twenty three goals in twenty five games yeah that's oh. like even in the off season I was like seven. He is signed uh, for 7.75 for the next four years. He he is on pace for 75 goals. Obviously, you know, the odds of him actually hitting 75 goals and 134 points aren't very high. But now that you said even that, then, if he if he hits fifty and a hundred points, a yeah, he's a he's a ten million dollar player. Fifty he, and fifty, maybe. Eh, probably not, because he's already under the pace. But that's okay. He's gonna have trick tomorrow. Dude, the he's shooting seventeen percent in his career. That's absurd. Like. Obviously, like, shooting percentage, like, when someone has, like, a good year, you shoot 17%. Connor McDavid in his career is shooting 15%. (laughs) Seems like he should just put the puck on the net even more. I'm no expert, but... (laughs) Yeah. 
Like, OV shoots 12.9%. Not comparing the two directly, but... Sure. Hey, Robertson's been... Robertson's been nuts. And so has David Poshnok. They should sign yeah, David Yeah, pay anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, uh, one of the, one of the little trends over, over the last few games was with Forbert going out, the penalty kill sucked. That, it was awful. Like, truly terrible. Um, and now that he's returned, I mean, everything's, everything's been okay. Um, Colorado didn't score on their three chances. Uh, Vegas didn't score on their three chances. He's had, I mean, he's been, he's been great on a penalty <laughs> kill. Definitely going to give him that. That's fine. And it's really weird. Cause like up until basically the playoffs last season kind of felt like he was disposable. And then you have, you know, the way he played in the playoffs was really great. And he's basically carried that over to this season. And hey, I'm not complaining at all. It's been great to and see. And the Darla content. Oh my god, yeah. Instagram. That that itself is worth whatever the three million he is that he's making. It's all right, Derek Forbin needs to create a, a cameo just for the dog. I would pay see, the that's $110. True. I think Coils is, is, is that, $110. I, I was going to ask. <laughs> Coils Let me see. My god. Okay, so the personal ones, uh, mm-hmm. 110. My God. If you want a business video, $665. What? If you want to book a live video call with him, it's 330 And if you want to message him, you know, quick message, uh, six bucks. <laughs> I... Man's already making five five point two five million. Do you really do you really need those prices? Let's see. What is Brad Marchand's cameo price? He has one. Oh, temporary temporarily unavailable. Damn. God, his business video is two thousand four hundred and fifty bucks. Anyways. <laughs> well, who are you gonna listen to more? Brad Marchand or Charlie Coyle? Uh, I feel like neither's the proper answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, shit, Derek Forbert. I mean, we kind of mentioned it in the off season too that out of him or Riley, that three million, one of them, you know, in theory would have been gone by now. You know, especially if you put one of them on waivers twice. Yeah, but we both kind of agreed that. Mike Riley was the odd man out because Forbert. Has, it's just uh, the roles they play. Yeah. I, great. It's great. I was just totally expecting Forbert to get the game winner tonight. I won't even lie. After they tied it, I was like, okay, here comes the Forbert play. Oh, Bruce Cassidy wants to be in Boston in the spring. Just just for a visit or, uh, you know, would any anything take place here? Actually, you know what? Personally, I would love if Bruce Cassidy played a game seven in Boston, um, in the Stanley Cup Finals. It would be the oh my god, unstoppable uh, force meets the immovable object. <laughs> uh, Bruce Cassidy's 
we were just sharing some thought uh, about meeting with Patrice Bergeron. We were just sharing some thoughts on each other and our time together. It means a lot to me. And then he says, I have a tremendous amount of respect for pretty much every guy in that locker room. Oh, he's signaling out Jake DeBrusque. Yeah, he must be. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, you will I see headlines. You will see people tweeting about that. Be oh yeah. Ready. I just I don't I don't have the time for to for that. Like I said it during the off season when like DeBrusque was sending his trade request and everything. It's like just because two things happen does does not mean that you know one's the reason that that happened. Just because DeBrusque was sending his trade request does not you know that. It's not because of Cassidy being fired, because, you know, Cassidy was, you know, he's the head coach, and he's the one who put DeBrusque up on the first line at the end of the season, and, hey, look, they, DeBrusque played so much better there, and DeBrusque has still been on the first line going into this season, so, you know, and... Man, we got this all wrong. Yeah, and sometimes, sometimes, believe it or not, things, things in the NHL just go stale. You know, like, I mean, the Bruins were still good under Bruce Cassidy. They had 50 wins, 100 points. Like, I still think, like, the firing was not necessary. However, given that the Bruins are 23-1 and without him, and even on Vegas, he is... I don't think it's... I don't think I had update. They are 13... Oh, nope, sorry. 19-7-1. and first in the west i don't know seems like maybe he's a he's a good coach Bruins just needed to change like that is that fa- is that fair to say maybe nope it's all jake debrusque's fault all Bruce cassidy's fault it's all everyone's fault uh but yeah you did mention that um how is mike riley still in the Bruins organization I, I, I literally just thought the cap did not work out like that. But apparently sending Strawman down made everything work. Um, yeah. I, like, Strawman's down. I know he hasn't played in Providence yet. Riley's played some games down there. Um, I think latest I saw with Strawman was that, you know, he was going to talk with his agents, see what to do, whether they, you know, terminate the contract, stuff like that. Uh, Riley has four points in six games with the Providence. Um, I don't know i i would assume at some point riley kind of has to get traded in case the bruins do want to do any sort of deadline move but do you it's only december 5th to do, do 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 the bruins make a deadline move i hope so patrick kane you heard it here first <laughs> yeah if 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 he can change his cap hit to thirty three thousand six hundred ninety three dollars well, you, well, you know what? Stop ruining my fun. You can go into the settings and turn off salary cap. That's the move. No, but I, I, wish I mean, was the NHL they're games. gonna do something. I mean, they have to, right? <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> have to find a way. Uh, other than that, though, I mean, yeah, I don't know what's happening with Strawman or Riley, really. Uh, I don't think anyone does at this point. I think Riley's probably just going to continue to play until there's a trade that, you know, the Bruins think makes sense, where they have to give up less than, you know, 
I just can't believe no one claimed him. Like, yeah. I get at the cap hit, and there's not a lot of teams with cap space, but jeez. Especially the second time around. Whatever. Uh, next up then... Oh my um, god, wait, wait, well, hold on. Oh, oh. From November 19th, I see a proposed Patrick Kane trade. Oh no. You ready for it? I'm really not. Alright. A 2023 first, 2025 second. Craig Smith, Trent Frederick, John Beecher, Mason Laurie, and Mike <sighs> Riley for the money to work. A huge gamble on the future, for sure, but that top nine becomes deadly. Why the f hell would the Blackhawks take on not just Mike Riley, but Craig Smith? Uh, yeah. I would, I would just, like, in fantasy land, just imagine Patrick Kane added to that top six. It would be, but, it would be very good for the hot ice, because holy... One can dream. Uh, hey, they're going to get some under-the-radar name. I mean, probably, yeah. I don't know who that would be at this point in the season, and it's also December anyway, so uh, there's no way I'm thinking about that, but I think... Oh, yeah. no, this is the first time I've ever thought of... Oh, yeah, yeah, ...out of trade stuff, but yeah. Hey, we'll see come, what, February, the end of February? Something like that? They they need yeah, just somewhere keep it a consistent there. day. <laughs> My God, but whatever. Um. But yeah. So next up, uh, Linus Allmark. It's March third, by the way. Oh, okay. Cool. You're welcome. I didn't say thank you. Uh, I jumped out ahead of you, <laughs> but yes, you were saying. <laughs> uh, Linus Allmark in 17 games this season. Uh, 1.93 goals against average with a 9.36 save percentage. That's pretty good. I you know it's decent. I I think I think I think I think the the dude's all right. However, I will say it's not the best save percentage this season for Bruins goalie. So is he even that good? Why have Linus Elmark when you can have Keith Kincaid with a nine sixty eight save percentage in one start, one goal against? Oh my God! Is Kincaid the future? He he's more than just the future. He's the present. <laughs> And the past. He's everything you've ever wanted. He's the best 30 to ever wear. Ever wear. Oh, I'm all over the place. He's the best number 30 in Boston ever. Yep. Uh, on the con the now, contrary to that. What is he doing in the AHL? I have to see that real quick. Oh, okay. Um, he has got... 921 save percentage. What in a king. Games. What a king. There you go. He's him. He is him. Uh, again, contrary to that, though, Jeremy Swayman, uh, nine games this season. He has 5-2-1 in those games, 2.63 goals against average, and an 8.99 save percentage. So Still hurting from that Ottawa game. Yes. And you know, this game didn't sometimes help Sometimes they just either. don't play for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does, it does kind of feel... Um, like if you if you go with game logs this season, I'm just gonna read out save percentage. His first start against Arizona, 
um, 875 save percentage. Then against the Sens, 760. Then against Detroit, 966. Um, okay, Pit- the he came in in the Pittsburgh game when Omar got hurt, but that doesn't count. It was four shots against for you know perfect save percentage. That doesn't really let's go count. Yeah, I uh, started against Chicago, had a 944 save percentage. Uh, against the Panthers, had an 867. Uh, against Carolina, he came in in relief. Um, had six saves, perfect save percentage. Um, and then against Tampa, 964 save percentage. But then, uh, so what you're saying is we should always put him in in relief. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I gathered. That yep. He's faced ten shots in. Uh, what was it? Right, yeah. He's faced 10 shots in 30 minutes of relief. I mean, they, if there's a way they, to dress They play well goalies. in front of him. They play well in front of him when he's coming in relief. I guess that's just because Allmark's starting before that. So yeah, It's hard to take it down a notch like yeah. that. But if they can dress three goalies, just each goalie gets a period. Find a way. I mean, who's the third? Who's who's the third goalie? You bring it up, Kincaid. I don't know if you want to ruin. Of course, you don't want to ruin his AHL numbers. You know, you... no, you bring the best goalie ever up. You, you can't. <laughs> Marty Turco. The the... <laughs> okay, fine. Second best. <laughs> Bruins legend Craig longer. Anderson. Our Bruins backup goalie Craig Anderson, because he never even played a game. It's the weirdest Bruins trivia. Or I guess we're we're just current Bruins trivia, but um, all right. Uh, quick praise for Nick Foligno. Shout out to him. He's just it's fun. He's to watch continued. He's continued to be good. He there's been really nothing to complain about from him, and I, yeah, he's just the goat. Yes, he he's underpaid. Okay, I won't go that far. Um, what? Also, uh, Pavel Zaka is at uh, 16 points in 24 games with the Bruins, um, which is... I'm just going to recalculate. Which is a 54-point pace if he you know plays all 82 games this season. Knock on wood. Uh, which would be well, uh, well past you know his career high, which is 36 last season. You know, he hasn't, you know, he has three goals in 24 games, which, you know, obviously isn't an insane amount of goals, but overall been very solid. Really can't complain about him on that check line. And yeah, it kind of helps to have a David Krejci type. Uh, uh, yeah. That, yep. Uh, what else? Uh, <laughs> quick note from the Florida game, uh, which I thought was funny. Um, Jim Montgomery pulled the goalie with 11 minutes to go. What game was this? It, it was against Florida. Um. Oh yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I I just saw it when I was scrolling through, uh, my tweets, just you know, looking for notes about the episode. And yeah, it's sure, they, sure. They they pulled him 11 minutes to go in the game, and hey, you know what? Gotta be bold. I, I like it. Um, do we do we want to get into the Jack Edwards Pat Maroon stuff? Because 
that was yeah, well that was why don't experience. we just yeah we'll just you know we'll just we'll just say that jack edwards is jack edwards you know <laughs> yeah. raise some money for a good cause so you know what <laughs> yeah good job jack you meant to do that you raised yeah, yeah, you raised yeah, money come on come on jack edwards is always thinking the long con oh of course at least in terms of entertainment wise he is not the abs commentators yeah i've yep and here's Pasternak with a shot scores and uh, you just hear 50 seconds of silence I take back every word I've ever said about Charlie Coyle's cameo. If you want a Ryan O'Reilly cameo, guess how much you gotta pay? Um, six hundred and twelve dollars. A grand. What? <laughs> no, please show me that. <laughs> no, it's that, not. I didn't, even look at, I didn't even look at the other stuff. It's five thousand for a business video. Oh my god, he's the most ex- expensive NHL player on cameo. I sorted. Dear God. So Coyle's not even, like, that outlandish NHL player-wise. Jeremy Swayman is 100-something. He's on his rookie deal. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, wait. Ryan O'Reilly makes, like, $7 million as well, man. Like, come on. Regardless of that being a thousand, who would pen like Gotta who would spend that? that? It's just gonna be the it's, it's just gonna be rich. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it's just gonna be like rich people from St. Louis. So it's gonna be like f- maybe five people. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, it's just gonna it's just gonna be whoever owns the blues. <laughs> I'm just gonna hey hey son, you want a cameo from Ryan O'Reilly? I know I can just get one, but I might. <laughs> Might as well give him a thousand dollars, you know. He worked well, that into his contract, where he has to get like fifty-two cameos a month. Yeah. From ownership. Yeah, that's part. That's part of the payment. That's his bonus. That's a sign bonus. That seems like cap circumvention. What if the Bruins are actually paying Charlie Coyle more than five point two five, and it's just the Jacobs buying Charlie Coyle cameos? Oh my you God. know, th- there's the business option. What if that's the business? Hey, For hockey know. players, I just sorted by uh, number of reviews, and Coyle is second most reviewed hockey cameo person. Jack Edwards is a cameo. Oh my god! How much is that? Fifty-five bucks for a video. That's not bad. Respectable. <laughs> Hello, Jack Edwards. Can you please talk about Pat Maroon being fat? Yeah. Yep. Which. Oh boy. I I'm I am old enough, very old, to remember when in in 2019 uh in 2020 or I guess it would yeah, it would have been 2020 when um the commentators on NBC did not shut up about Nick Ritchie being fat and overweight. And that's also an issue. But like there was never near the amount of outrage with that. Oh no. It's just because, hey, Jack Edwards, we all, we all hate this guy. Let's just pile on to him even more. Which, like, yeah, you know what? You don't like Jack Edwards. That is completely fair. Like, he is not for everybody. And, you know, if you're not a fan of the Bruins, you probably don't like him. And if you are a fan of the Bruins, you might not like him anyways. Completely fair. But yeah. it's not like he's he's the only person who's has ever called a person fat. At least 
especially from a commentator like that. Like, it is absolutely unnecessary, and I won't disagree with that, but yeah. Bryce Harper charges $899 for a cameo. Oh my god. Is he paying off Turner's contract? <laughs> I can only imagine what some football players charge. I'm sorry, I'm just... I am Honestly, look. <laughs> I, I kind of want to know, because... Yeah. Josh um, Norman, $1,000. Well, now that I thought about it, uh, speaking more, you know, with O'Reilly and, and the Blues, Jordan Bennington is <laughs> the world's biggest loser ever. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Um, he's, he's every every week, clown. every week, it's another clip of Jordan Bennington behind the net hitting someone. And I wish that was a joke. It's literally every week he hits someone, and then finally Zucker shut him up, which was, or no, it wasn't. Was it Zucker? Yeah, 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 it was Zucker. God, I hate, I hate Jordan Bennington, man. Bold, bold take. I know you've never heard it before, but he's just <laughs> God. Anyways, um. I think that's kind of all I have hockey-wise, other than a Ryan Spooner update. Uh, he has 27 yeah. points in 38 games, uh, 13 goals, 14 assists. He's a minus 14. Uh, Minx Dynamo is not doing too hot this season, considering he's leading in, he's leading in points, and you know it's 27 and 38. That's not not great. Um, they're middle of their division conference. I don't know what this is. But to be fair, I guess they are in the same division as uh, CSKA Moscow, which there's there's a few notable players on this team. You know, Nikita Nesterov, Mikhail Grigorenko. Uh, is wait, is that no? This isn't no. Okay, sorry. I thought I thought this was uh, Vadim Shipashov, if you remember that legend. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Vitaly Abramov's on this team. Frederick Clayson. Wow. Yeah, bunch of bunch of legends. It is sometimes funny to just click on a random KHL team and be like, oh yeah. Okay, I just I found Shipashov's team. Um I also did not know that Alex Radulov was on that team. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot he wasn't in the NHL. Yeah, what? Yeah, Radulov has twenty five points in thirty three games in the KHL. Shipashov has twenty three and thirty seven. Um this isn't. Oh, Slava Voinov's also on that team. Oh. <laughs> his his Russian name is like Fiatchislav, which is why I just saw the last name. I was like, that's not is it is. Well. Yeah, I looked him up, and yeah, that's that's a name. Yeah. And why? Like, I completely forgot what he looked like, but like that totally fits the description. <laughs> yeah. Like what you'd expect. Okay. Yeah. Alright, alright. Yeah. Fucking people. Um does okay. Last last KHL player, do you know if Evgeny Nabokov has a son? Um I know that you probably you on. definitely don't know that. But Let me go to there, is an, prospects. there is an Ilya Nabokov on um on who is this? Uh Magna <laughs> Magnetogorsk Metalurg, and I don't know if if that's I don't know how common of a name uh, Nabokov is in 
Uh, his son Andrei Nabokov. Not Ilya? No. Damn. Well, it was worth a shot. Anyways. His uh, son is 15 years old. He's American. He is uh, currently playing for the Shattuck St. Mary's 15U AAA. Sure. He's got 20 points in 25 games, 18 penalty minutes. Might want to cool down on those penalty minutes. <laughs> I don't even know where that is. Let's see. Minnesota. Mm. Yeah, AAA over in Minnesota. <laughs> Never try that accent again. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, if there's nothing else hockey wise, um, do not mention Aaron Judge. Thank you. Uh, okay, I will mention a different outfielder since we last recorded. Although it feels like forever ago that this actually happened, Teoscar Hernandez got traded, and, and I would just like to express that I'm Good. still upset about that. Good. Also, Aaron Judge is not resigning with the Yankees. He is absolutely going to the Toronto Blue Jays. No, I'm kidding. He's a giant, or or maybe a Ray. I don't know if you saw. Him at yeah, the Bucks yeah, game today. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. Um, Also, Justin Verlander signed with the Mets, and Jacob deGrom signed. Yeah. That that, that contract is... um, I mean, hey, if deGrom stays healthy, which is not going to happen, that's great, but... I guess the Rangers... The Rangers think they'll do something. Um, I love how in like hockey, it's like, oh my god, this guy makes four million dollars. He's so overpaid. Yeah. And then every other sport, like this isn't about Degrom when they're calling him average, but like these average players make like fifteen million a year. Oh yeah, basketball players. Do you have oh bench players making ten million dollars? Yeah. And I'm like, you, I don't know who you are. <laughs> and you make more. You make four million dollars more than Brad Marchand, David Pasternak. Yeah. Yep. It's absolutely absurd. Yeah. Hey, it's it's the revenue they make. Yep, absolutely. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm sure if I was making Marshawn's money, I still would not be complaining. No. If I was well, making an NHL entry away. level contract, I would not be complaining. So, no. um, Certainly. anything about football to say? Obviously, your Cowboys uh, are doing Jr. are doing all right. Cowboy. And OBJ Hopefully. is yeah, he's probably gonna be a Cowboy. Actually, I mean, what? I'd like to think uh, he's at the Dallas Mavericks game with uh, Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't see anything about him going to a New York Knicks game or a New York Nets game when he was visiting the Giants. Well, the the Mavs did win 130 to 111 over the Suns, which oh my god, they put on a show. Should, All right, should not have happened. Devin Booker at 11 points. What the. I don't know. Oh, Think I OBJ. Asked Odell Beckham Jr. OBJ what the Cowboys' chances giant? are of signing Cowboy. him. It's a good possibility, he said with a million dollar smile. <gasps> They're paying oh him one million dollars. <laughs> per smile. He's going to be smiling a lot. Oh, that is going to be expensive. <laughs> I'd just never not. I'd do like, I'd average, ooh, 100 smiles per hour. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't stop smiling. Well, see, technically you'd have to stop, so that way you oh, can okay. register so you a just, new So you just go on and off. Yeah, you hurt your face, but you know what? You can get plastic surgery. Yeah, you know, all I mean, you'll you'll work out your your muscles. You know, that's fine. You, you get a workout and money. 
getting paid to work out <laughs> getting paid a million to work out and smile oh no what a tragedy <laughs> Ugh. um do I have anything to say football wise? I mean, the Packers are are the Packers. Christian Watson is Jesus, um, and Rogers still owns the Bears. That uh, that will never change. They're not making the playoffs, and I kind of don't want them to at this point. Well, I kind of don't want them to win out at this pick. point. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, Rogers, you beat the Bears now. Now do you want to do you want to like chill out for a bit? You know, go heal your thumb and your. I don't know. What yeah, was it? go do all the rib or whatever it was. All the psychedelic drugs. Yeah, and... all the psychedelics. Let Jordan Love take over. He was <laughs> he was dealing against the Eagles. You know, just let Jordan Love cook for a bit, and then if you want, you can come back next season if you're sober. <laughs> and now I just see something saying San Francisco Giants' confidence is quietly quietly growing in Aaron Judge sweepstakes. All right. Uh, not having a good day. <laughs> I am just patiently waiting for the Jays to do anything. Please bring in anything. Anything at all. Anything at all? Josh Donaldson. <laughs> all right, come on. Yeah, all right. He'll just play you like 2016 it. again. Good luck. <laughs> uh, Shall we hop the questions then? Sure. All right. Let's pull them up. Uh, I'm going to have you answer this one. Uh, so this is from Bradley at Bradley98. Longtime host, first-time question asker. Which is more overpriced, Charlie Coyle's contract or Charlie Coyle's cameo? Well, you What see, do you think, Bradley? My answer at, let's see, what time did I tweet that? 10.02 would have been different, but now that I've surfed cameo and <laughs> I see some other charge... Uh, other rates? Yeah, other... <laughs> I would have to say it's a dead heat right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll follow the season. We'll see where it goes. Follow his on-ice performance and the cameo price. I think yeah, the clear it, it answer just, it is It just rises after he misses an open it. Yeah, Ryan O'Reilly. Why are you paying that much for Ryan O'Reilly? Who is paying that much for Ryan O'Reilly? Um... Yeah. All right. Uh, next, uh, Jake at Jake Brower uh, said, didn't get to watch most of the game, but I guess they started out really flat. Is that a cause for concern, or do you think it's a one-off? They've had a few games where they've played flat before turning it back on out of necessity. I I don't I, really I think don't... it's a cause for concern. Like neither. Yeah. It's it's just like yeah. It's it is going to happen. It's an eighty-two it game season that way. Uh, they're not going to go eighty and three or whatever it was. Yeah, I meant to say they're not. They weren't going to go forty-two and zero on home ice. Yeah, forty-two and three or whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's an eighty-two game season. They're going to have bad starts. They're going to have bad games. Um, to even come back in a game like that is is really encouraging. So, I'm not really, no, I'm not concerned at all. Um, all right, and lastly, Tyler course asked are the bruins peaking too early what is pasta's net contract going to look like in detroit and what is something this team can still improve on did i just hear detroit yep so peaking too early no you can never peak too early you need the points whenever yeah certainly you need the points to make the playoffs you just got to make the playoffs whatever happens it doesn't matter how you're playing going into the playoffs 
because the playoffs is always different and it's officiated different anyways too so that helps that's true that, that too yeah <laughs> Uh, what is Pasta's next contract going to look like in Detroit? Um, 16 years, $80 million per. Also known as, it will not happen. Imagine it does, though. No. I don't want to. Thanks. Well, you know I'd rather what? not That's imagine that. <sighs> and what is yeah. something this team can still improve on? Well, shit. I mean, proof on everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Score more than four goals a game, guys. All right. How fine. about five? <laughs> Six. Why stop there? Shit. Yeah. Seven. No, score seven I mean, in every game. There's always things to single out, but I don't know. Maybe playing for Jeremy Swayman a little bit more. Is that unacceptable? Yeah, that's that's answer? what I was gonna say. Like that was basically. Just do that and um it's it's hard to think of things that they're not doing at least pretty well considering they're twenty three and one. Um so I'll just say play for Jeremy Swayman and um st- uh, if I say stay healthy then they're all gonna get hurt, so don't stay healthy. Yeah, don't stay healthy. That's, That's the answer. Totally good to say. <laughs> well, on that note of telling the Bruins to not stay healthy, um, that is all we have. Unless you got any more random cameo prices. Nope. I'm all out. Then... Thank you for listening. You made it this far. You know, stay stay healthy and everything. And um, the Bruins are still just better than everyone.